Hello and welcome back to Block of the Week. I am your host, Caden, and today I'm joined by my co-host. Keen, baby. And today we're going to be talking about a special album that me and Keen both like. It's Igor by Tyler the Creator. And if you're kind of wondering, oh, but I thought you already did a music episode and you brought this album up. Well, yeah, you're right. But going forward on, so we don't run out of ideas in insanely quickly and also so we just have time to talk about the things that we very like we appreciate a lot we're going to be doing more focused episodes where we just zone in on one specific thing in a topic and we talk about it like same thing we did it with the street art episode we told we could have just talked about art as a whole but we zoned in on one topic which is street art and then we talked about that which was in my opinion a very good episode so to get back on topic Igor is today's topic. So, Keen, just kind of say your first kind of opening remarks on what you, what you, what's your opinions on the album? Well, uh, Igor, well, basically, my star with Tyler the Creator was Flower Boy, which was his album just before Igor. But, um, yeah, originally with Igor, it's a weird thing because I started it, yeah? I listened to it, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not as good as Flower Boy. But then once you started to listen to it and started to understand it more, it just becomes so good. So that's currently my, like my one of my favorite albums because it's just it's just great in that sense. It just it knows what it's doing, you know. It tells that story, so yeah, it's just a fantastic album. Yeah, no, in it's yeah, same thing with you. I listened well for me. I listened to Igor first, gave a listen. I mean, eh, it's all right. I mean, I've heard better albums, you know. I've I like it, uh, but I. Like, I've listened to ones which I prefer, but then I went on to Flower Boy, I listened to it, I liked it, I was thinking, okay, I prefer Flower Boy than Igor. Then I went back to Igor, and I listened to it, and I listened, and I listened, and the more and more you listen to it, while you think originally it's a weird sounding album, once you actually get accustomed to it, it just becomes amazing to listen to. It's lovely, you just... Uh, you can. It's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. You just sit there and you just ah, uh, you think of it, and it's oh, it's something that like if you listen to it straight, and then you try and go to other music, you're like, um, I prefer Igor, yeah, and then yeah. you go back to it. And uh, that happened with me for a bit. Oh yeah, definitely. It's it's just like you know, like you're halfway to listen to Igor, and you can't transfer because it's like that's not as good. Come on, you're just in the mood. But um, one thing I wanted to say before we jump into it is this. So we'll probably we'll be going track by track here the best we can. We'll be we'll be not analyzing, you could say, just giving our thoughts, you know, saying some interesting stories maybe when with the tracks, you know, how they make us feel, you know. Just basically having a look at each track, uh, track by track. But um one thing you'll notice through um is the storytelling, which is uh, one of Tyler the Creator's best attributes in music. He tells great stories. For example, Flower Boy. Um that that whole album was a journey of like self-discovery and he told it in a great way you know it, it was not only a great album but the story on top of it just added a whole like another 100 percent of greatness you know what i mean and that continues on ego with an even better story so yeah you'll see it as we talk a bit more about the uh, songs for the one and uh, yeah and yeah just to kind of add and it's all flower boys also presented in this very nice kind of radio-ish kind of overlay to it and it makes it so 
it doesn't feel like you're listening to an album. It feels like you've just tuned in the radio and then you're kind of going along with it and you're like, oh, oh, okay. It's actually kind of cool. I'm enjoying this. And yeah, I, I wasn't actually too aware that it was themed on self-discovery, but thanks for opening me up to that. And oh yeah. And yeah, yeah no, I'd uh, say, yeah, yeah now it's, it's, it's so kind it's of best to start what you call it, as you say, what you call it, the journey of self-discovery and stuff, and the story of love and heartbreak and stuff, and ego, is, um, what you call it, it's not very apparent at the start, like, you, you have to dig, dig in and actually, like, kind of analyse the lyrics, you know, look close at them, not just listen as a pop song or a rap song, but to actually focus on them, you know what I mean? Focus on what he's trying to say. Which is just something yeah. about that adds, like, an additional greatness to an album, so next time you go listen to Flower Boy, look, just think of the theme, and might make it even better. Yeah, I will actually have to give it a re re listen now. Now I'm thinking about that. I didn't quite cop that. And yeah, so now let's get started with Igor's theme. And mm -hmm. Igor's theme is it's a good introduction. It's it isn't as beefy and as juicy and as storytelling as some of the others. But it's not throwing you in the deep end as well. It's just kind of slowly easing you in. And it's just yeah, like... It's a great, it's a great introduction. Setting you up. Yeah. For me, any time I hear the droning sound of that coming in from, yeah, from Igor's theme at the start, it's always sent me up. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to listen to an amazing album and I cannot wait. Yeah, one thing I seen was, um, as I said, there were introductions. You compose uh, multiple... Uh, synthesizers, uh, samples, uh, audio files from each part, each, each different song, you know, to tell this, like, to give you an introduction to what the sound of this album is, you know, and um, maybe even a look into the story a little bit, and it's just, it's also a fantastic song on top of that, like, uh, even then, and then, like, uh, you see, like, later on, it gets more, like, sinister synthesizers, like, albums later on, and, like, songs later on the album, so it's just, it's a very clever way to introduce people to an album, while also just doing it very cleverly, you know what I mean? Like, so it's an actual song, enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. So, do you have anything else to add onto Igor's theme? Or yeah, just... Igor's theme? Um, well, I, uh, one thing I probably want to explain if nobody's ever listened to Igor is Igor uh, is this character that uh, you'll see it later on, but it's kind of this character persona. Um, so this, this whole up is kind of... Uh, a thing based on love, like heartbreak, letting someone go, you know what I mean? So Ego kind of takes on this, like Tyler kind of takes on this persona of Ego later on to cope with um, with the heartbreak, basically. For at least that's what I've seen. I don't know. It's never, like, uh, completely explained, but I think that's the thing of it, like artists for interpretation. So hopefully I got it at least close enough. But, um, yeah, basically Ego is a character in the thing. He's a main guy featured on the album cover, but, yeah. He's just kind of this persona. You'll see him later on. You'll hear about him later on. So, yeah, I think that's, that's yeah. just about it. Yeah, so now let's uh, move on to probably the most known song on Igor, which is Earthquake. And I'd say definitely. most people, yeah, definitely have heard of it. And, yeah, uh, there's a lot to be discovered and uncovered and decoded, especially Playboy Cardi's verse in that, because I... Can't tell you what how many times say? I've listened yeah. to that song. Is this is this where we figure it out? Is this block of the week? Episode episode yeah. what are we on now? Episode uh, sixteen. Igor. 
Yeah. What the, what the fuck did Playboy Cardi say? Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I'd say there's probably a genius interview somewhere where Playboy Cardi is like somewhat mumbling it well enough that you can understand. Uh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, taken away from the the kind of just joke that was, um, we're going to talk about it seriously now. Earthquake is very... I can understand why lots of people have listened to it. It's a very good song, and it's also very good standalone as well. Some of the some of the songs in here they don't work the best as standalone songs. You can just put on a playlist and not listen to it. Kind of true, but Earthquake is a very good one, and it's right at the start as well. So. It's not like you're completely made through the story and if you kind of half forget and you kind of want to go back through the story, you'll kind of get thrown or like you'll get thrown around with the lyricism and the little messages in the song, which is good. So, yeah. Um, yeah, one bit I wanted to talk about Earthquake there was, um, as you mentioned earlier, Playboy Cardi is one of the, uh, like, one of the leading features of the album. Um, the interesting thing about this album is actually, and I don't know if you knew this or not, Caden, but it kind of ties into maybe the story and importance of like what he's trying to tell. But uh, but yeah, um, the features in this album, like I know they were heavily focused on a Flower Boy, you know what I mean? Like you'd see a few X Orange County feet and Kelly Usage. I don't know how to pronounce that name, so about that. But um, but yeah, you'd see them featured, and th- the reason for that was that. Um, he was trying to like put them at the forefront, you know what I mean? He he didn't want it to just be another rap album. Like he rapped a little bit and he wanted them to take over and tell the story, you know what I mean? Like he wanted to focus on them. Well, Eagles, it's focused on the story, you know what I mean? Storytelling. So he doesn't want to focus on like, oh look, listen to the song because it's got Playboy Cardi, like some random shit like that. You know, you don't you don't a lot of that just draws people in, especially if it isn't even a good song. So I think the reason behind that was just to draw people in. And uh, sorry to to drag on but um collaborators in general in the album i know there was a few surprised me in it did you have anybody in it that uh, you've seen surprised you could um well it's more of one that didn't so well it did surprise me but not because they were in it but because there were they weren't in it and it's frank ocean and i i would have said frank ocean was in it i would have kind of like, I would have kind of said, oh, yeah, Frank Ocean would have been in it, both from Odd Future. And mm-hmm. Tyler, in my opinion, mixed it well enough to kind of, like, to, I thought it was sounding like Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean, yeah, like some blonde. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I would have said, oh. Yeah, that was very surprising to me as well, because, like, you, um, like, he, he, I'm pretty sure he was almost on every, almost every one of Tyler's albums featuring on it. Because he's such a good friend with him, you know what I mean? So to see him not feature on that was a bit strange. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, yeah, as I said, I would have bet my money that he would have been on. And it sounded quite like him on Running at a Time as well, but that's a, that's further on. But yeah, no, I would have I kind of said, oh yeah, no, he, he was on there, but no, mm. he wasn't, which was quite interesting in my opinion. And I would have. Well, it seems yeah, uh... shocking. Tyler like chose them because of their like important roles in it. You know what I mean? He didn't just throw the the frontliners on uh, the frontliners at Coachella onto like a mic or something like that. He picked his friends, cl- people close to him, p- 
people he enjoys the company of friends you know what i mean like he chose people he trusts and you now can tell the story in the right way you know what i mean yeah and yeah as you as you're saying yeah he chooses the features because he believes that they will impact the album and that is really good and that's why it deserves to be so recognized that hey he didn't just pick features for the fuck of it he picked them because they were oh okay this one's zoned in this will work very well and while i am surprised that i didn't see frank on here i'm like i'm okay that he picked, he didn't put him on for good reason so it's a trade but some people aren't happy enough about it but considering it adds to the story i'm i'm happy enough about it uh, yeah, definitely, and I think uh, next after earthquake and uh, uh, yeah after earthquake, um, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add there? Um, no, I think I'm okay, grand. Well, do you have anything? Actually, speaking of, I think that's the next song in the album. Uh, yeah, it the is. third song in the album. Um, it's yeah, it's definitely one of the most important ones because it's like. I'm sorry I didn't touch on the sorry to go <laughs> to drop back to earthquake there to keep up with the story. Earthquake is kind of Tyler like confessing his love of kind of thinking that this boy makes his earthquake. You know what I mean? Like it's a cheesy way of saying it, kind of. But uh, yeah. I think then plays into like uh, Tyler realizing he's, he has love for this boy. You know what I mean? And like yeah. it's it's a like it's a weird thing because then later on you hear like backing vocals saying things like how can I tell you and stuff. You know what I mean? So he's contradictory thoughts in his head you know he's not sure about this thing he's not sure if he should be going after it or just letting it go by you know what i mean so it's yeah. it's it's a weird one you know what i mean it's a back and forth and it's very interesting to hear, especially in music yeah it's a very heads or tails topic and mm-hmm. the the way uh, i think kind of makes it gives you the most literal kind of saying of oh yeah this is what's it called this is the kind of saying, oh yeah, here here's what this song means, but summarized is in the chorus where it goes, I think I'm falling in love, which is self-explanatory enough. I don't think I yeah. need to explain that. Yeah, what you mean? But um, yeah, and what you call it, the, one of my favorite things here is that um, it's one of the lesser-known uh, samples in the album, but there's a few samples from, like, Bibi Masil, and um, I, I don't know, there's another name there, I'm terrible at pronouncing some of these names, but um, there was samples in it. So, basically, if you don't know what a sample is, it's, it's a cut-out uh, audio from another um, album or track. Usually, it's a beat or an instrument or something like that that was used very cleverly. Like, he uses some Al Green stuff later on. He uses some Hegel stuff from another album. And he just uses it perfectly. Like he, it, it always suits the theme. He's not just throwing it in because it was a popular song, or it, um, like he liked the song. He threw it in because it mattered. You know, it was important thing. And it's it's a constant theme throughout the album that he uses these two. And then even then he um, uses them to tell a story. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's just great to see. You know what I mean? To utilize these samples to his advantage while also enjoying the music and loving what he's playing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and yeah, some of the more some of the samples you introduced me were the later ones from Al Green, and mm-hmm. now I'm thinking on it. Yeah, like then, not to get too far ahead, but the name of the track that he did sample fits in very well with the album. It kind of 
just like plays in with it. It's not like, oh yeah, this will be good to play along. Yeah, it's not forced, and that's nothing feels forced on this album, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you call it? Uh, sure. One thing I also wanted to talk about before I move on, a constant theme throughout this album is uh, use of synthesizers and stuff. So yeah, he uses uh, he uses synthesizers to like the up and downs, you know, you can tell the up and downs, which like you don't usually see because synthesizers, uh, but use that versatile with other instruments and mixed with, with other beats and such. It's just, you use it in a very clever way for something that would usually be so simple. So yeah, it's just a small appreciation there for that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and... There is, speaking of small appreciation, there's lots of small appreciation, little things going in here, just loads of small details that have been added in. And it just shows how much passion has gone into this. It hasn't been pumped out so we can make a bit of money and he can just say, right, Grant, this is me done for however long I'm going to take a kickback and just leave it. He actually... He made this as a project, and I think he started recording Igor properly in 2017, and it released in 2019. So it took a while for it to come out and properly be made and give the love attention it needs, which is all the better, really. And yeah, yeah I'm thinking about it. Um, one of the songs later on, I'll touch on it again. What's good? Its beat was made back in 2013, I think. And really, I yeah, didn't, that, I didn't know about this. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's weird. Like the beat itself was made back in 2013, so that just goes to show how one thing might not suit an album for Tyler, but mm-hmm. then it can come in handy, or it can be used in a later album, which is. It's good that he's not just, oh, this doesn't fit it, boom, it's gone. This doesn't fit it, boom, it's gone. It's being kept and it's being used. So just in case he needs to pull out a card and just say, here you go, here is the card, there it is. Which is mm-hmm. very good. And one and... of the most, um, sorry to interrupt that, the, one of the most interesting things I've noticed is that, well, I was watching this um, an Apple Music interview back in 2019 with uh, Tyler. And they were talking about Igor, you know, the inspirations, influences behind it. It was a long chat. It was a very good chat. Um, I recommend it. It's on YouTube. You should be able to find it pretty easy. But um, Tyler talked about how it came to him, like, each morning of this, like, I, I can't remember. It was back in 2017 or so. He'd wake up and he'd have this idea for a song, you know. Like, I think it was something that was going on in his life at that time. It just, like, constantly sparked this idea, like, one after another, like, track, like, the track by track. Like, it actually came, like, I think... You know what I mean? It went to doing at a time of quake. You know what I mean? Like, it went track by track in his mind. You know what I mean? Like, he woke up everyone and was like, you know, let's continue this story, which was incredibly interesting because usually it's like they write it beforehand. Like, you don't usually see something like that. You know what I mean? So I just find that very interesting. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. It is very interesting, the fact that it was a very kind of progressional project and it, it was being built as it was being thought of, which, as you said, it's a bit uncommon usually. And, yeah, it's very cool and it doesn't uh, dock the albums, like, writing, in, like, writing at all because it's just, it doesn't feel like, it just feels like it's been created like any other album, except by any other album, it's, like really well thought and it's really well yeah. thought out and it's really well put together and um, 
speaking there, very interesting. The the next excerpt, kind on the track, kind on the album, is uh, exactly what you went from. You end up chasing, which is is very interesting to me. I'll explain to you now. Again, if you haven't listened to the album, uh, just listen up there and you'll know. Um, basically, this is a fifteen second uh, like, and they they had a chat basically to this comedian Jared Carmichael. And about his thoughts on life and stuff, love, you know what I mean? And there's different, like, um, excerpts throughout the album of what he said during that thing. So um, this bit, uh, after I think, is exactly what you want from you end up chasing, which is exactly what he says. He says, um, exactly what you want from, which is Tyler running away from his love for the boy. He ended up chasing it in the end, you know what I mean? So it's just these great things that really tie into the album perfectly. And then that leads into like uh, running out of time next, which uh, we'll touch on next. But yeah, that Jared, the whole Jared Carmichael, you'll see it later on. It's interludes between songs. It's just fantastic. And he's got a great voice as well. So that's not a bad, bad part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's completely welcome. It's a bit kind of, it does add to the album a lot. It's very, not like influential, but it's very like thought provoking. You're like, damn, yeah, that is actually true. You know, you're kind of sitting there like, oh, yeah. It just, it really just makes you think, and it also just adds to the album as well. So, exactly. just win-win, both good things. Once you understand as well what's going through Tyler's head, what's what's causing these feelings, and maybe even irrational feelings later on. Yeah. Yeah, and while it isn't coming from Tyler itself, like, the voice isn't Tyler's, it's still coming from inside Tyler's mind, as mm-hmm. also yeah. if... Like, as if it's, like, an outlooker looking in and he's saying, like, oh, this, 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 that, you know? It's, it's very of, interesting. Yeah, speaking of that, what do you call it? About, um, a little thing I want to touch on before we move on to Running Out of Time was um, the the influence behind this. Like, you know, like is this Tyler's personal story? Is this uh, thing? And I don't think that's really important. Like, if I'm being very honest, I don't think I get this gossip and shit and you want to know about his life or whatever, but... I think it's just important that you take in the story, no matter who's coming from, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a story told, like, start to finish, so you should just, you know, listen to it and then take it on, not, not try to figure out who it is, not try to, you know what I mean, just enjoy it for what it is and what he gave you, you know what I mean? Not try to dig deeper than he wants you to. Yeah, just accept it as, oh, it's a cool album. That's really, it's a cool album, it's got a good story, and it's got good music Looking in it. That's... Issues, you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's no point trying to dig deeper than he's supposed to let on. Like, yeah. And yeah, as you were saying about running out of time, that is the next track. And running out of time is a good one at the same thing. I don't know why he keeps saying, oh yeah, it's a good one, because all the tracks on here are good. Like, I keep yeah, they're pretty, saying they're pretty it's like, oh. like, like they're each like... Um... Actually, one thing I forgot to mention earlier was what we're talking about phenomenal and great tracks and stuff. Ego and Flower Boy. I know it's a big discussion about which is better or which is your favourite, but um, my 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 thoughts on it is really just they're, they're good in their own rights, in their own respects, you know what I mean? Like, as I said earlier, egos are about love and heartbreak, or Flower Boy is about a certain of self-discovery, you know what I mean? They're two different things. They're two, like, you, maybe you can't have self-discovery without love or something like that, but, like... Really, they're two separate stories, you know, they're two different journeys in his life, so I don't think they should really be compared. But then again, for musical standards, 
I don't really mind, you know what I mean? But for storytelling-wise, I don't think it's very important, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, there needs to be... Like, there needs to be a recognition that they are two different kind of albums. While they were made by the same person, they're under the same genre. There's two different kind of stories being told, two different perspectives. They're equally so, as good, take, definitely. Oh, yeah. They're definitely. both up on the same so podium. Just, like. just take it with a grain of salt, really, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There's no... Like in my opinion, Igor is better listened as an album, but Flower Boy has better singles off of it. But like, like if and by singles I mean if you want to just listen to them, like without anything else, like just like. But then again, there's some phenomenal singles off of Igor, and Flower Boy is also just phenomenal to listen to full, fully all the way through. So it's. Basically, just listen to both, and then take your personal preference. Mm-hmm, I mean, definitely. there's no big deal about it. Yeah, yeah like, so, it's yeah. Really, if you uh, hold it to, like, yeah, I'm going to have to coach you with my ego as well. It's just, I enjoy it more, but each to their own, you know what I mean? It doesn't really matter in the end. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what I learned from this track was that it's about Tyler starting to, um, you know, chase after this boy, just as John Michael says, exactly what you want from you end up chasing, you know? It's really um, focus on that. It's it's mad once you actually look into it. Once you have a second listener, so you see how it intertwines. You know what I mean? It's so perfectly. But um, yeah, this is about Tyler running out of time. You know, he's chasing his love. He's trying to tell this boy he loves him. You know, before uh, he gets snatched up by somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, so he has to get his feelings out there. And um, you know, he's uh, there's one lyric in this album which I highlighted here, which was "Take your mask off and eat out the picture." Take your mask off. Stop lying for these people. You know, stop lying to yourself. I know the real you. And Halloween ain't for a minute. Lose the costume, which is basically Tyler just telling this lad to to take off his mask. You know, to accept that, like to accept Tyler's love. You know what I mean? Like to stop being a bastard. To just like accept him. You know what I mean? But um, Tyler's obviously having trouble doing that. He has to chase after him before he goes off with someone else, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just hard to pinpoint just saying like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's good listening to the album and it's just good listening to what goes on and uh, running out of time. No, not that. Sorry, my head's gone. Um, uh, oh, wait, no. We are on running out of time, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, yeah. My head is gone completely. You know, running out of time adds a lot. And it's saying, like, oh, yeah, it's also kind of tying in with Flower Boy about that self-discovery and more tying into actually accepting the self-discovery and saying, like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. this is what's going on. Accepting that yeah. you change instead of just, like, staying with other people once you do that, you know? Yeah. It's weird. But, no, it's not weird. Sorry, and, yeah, no, it's a good song. It's just good. It adds to the story. Yeah. I don't know what else. Um, to... One Yeah, one thing, one last thing I wanted to add there was, um, if you notice the mellow tone in it, you know what I mean? Like, it's always, like, it's slow piano. It's like, always oh, been my head, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's more of a mellow track and more of a, more of a focus track on what's going on, you know what I mean? Like him starting to worry, oh, maybe this guy isn't going to like me, maybe I should just give up. But, um, yeah, it's just a great way, Sean. It's just, again, the instrumentals, the lyricism, all point towards what the story is trying to tell you, you know what I mean? He doesn't, like, 
doesn't have a song about running out of time and then have a, a big funky hip hop beat, you know what I mean, to dance along to while you're listening to him cry about his, his last love, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I believe uh, New Magic Wand is next, right? Uh, yeah, it is. And, you know, this has been, well, Tyler has said, oh, this is his favourite song off of Igor. Oh, yeah, I remember hearing about that. And his um, his show was at the Grammys. He played it. He hit that an earthquake. Yeah, he did. They both and well, we're, well, actually, before we go into uh, New Magic Wand there, um, Tyler's style overall, like even at those shows and the way he performs, he has a very specific style, especially with Eagle. He had the character of like Tyler in that, with a wig and glasses and this pink suit, you know what I mean? As it's meant to be like a reflection of himself, but he's also like, you know, kind of playing a character. And then you bring Eagle into the picture, who has a completely different haircut, a completely different style. And he just has a different personality, you know, so you can tell this is a different person. This is a persona he's using, which is a great contrast, obviously. But then also, um, it's it's just very interesting. It ties very well into the story. It's like the instrumentals and lyricism, as you, as we said before, because, um, you know, he's a very creative person. Like, he owns the Odd Future brands, he owns Golf, his designer brand, and, you know, they're all very interesting designs. He knows what he's doing, you know what I mean? And to incorporate that into his music is very impressive. Yeah, and yeah, New Magic Wand, it's, in, in my opinion, it's probably, like, I still like it, like, I really do like this song, it's just, um, yeah, it's just, like, it's personally the kind of, like, violent enough take on the singing, it's very, like, aggressive, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but, uh, considering... It's saying like, oh, like it's just going yeah. and it's being proper. It's he's changing his like this is like transformation for him. He's mm. da- like putting on a new personality. And I know what you um, I know what you mean there. Uh, maybe not enjoying that song as much as the others. I get that. It's a lot more energetic than the rest of the album. You know, it has as I mentioned before the sinister synths. You know to, like, show, like, maybe he's getting it out here. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, um... That's actually where the, the violent thing comes from, you know what I mean? Because it actually has violent, like, themes, but, yeah, so I didn't do it there. Yeah, yeah, nah, it's grand. Yeah, and it's cool to see. Like, it's just... It's nice seeing him change and just, like, mm. just have a little swap from... Yeah, you start to see, like, his his true colours. Like, you start to see him, like, starting to come into, into terms with, like, getting over him, you know what I mean? Like, this is the beginning process. Yeah. And, yeah, it's cool. It's nice to see him just go through and just say, okay, look, here you go. Like, mm-hmm. here's, here's my real true colours. Accept it. It's yeah. okay. He's just fantasizing. He's trying. He's trying his best to cope. You know what I mean. And uh, speaking of uh, this whole like coming to terms and uh, a boy's a gun. I know it's a personal favorite of a lot of our friends and uh, maybe you, Caden. I don't know, but uh, I know it's a personal favorite of a lot of people. And um, its themes are some of my favorite as well because it's it's one of the best songs for like um, coming to terms with something. You know what I mean? Like it's such like 
you you can probably get what I mean. You know, it would be difficult to represent something like that. Like, could you do something like that? Could you represent these contradictory thoughts in a music other than going, I feel sad, I feel happy, I feel sad, I feel happy, you know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. the genius of it. Yeah, it very he goes a very roundabout way about it, but it's well appreciated. And, yeah, I do actually like A Boy in a Gun, and it's definitely up there. I'd say maybe top three, top five... Mm. Maybe, yeah, probably, probably top three. Cause, yeah, definitely, yeah. especially for me as well, because um, it has uh, some of the story things. I know, sorry, I'm a sucker for the story, but... Uh, nah, it's grand. You, know, you can't, you got to enjoy it, but um, the, I love the, I love the whole contradictory, it's such a, a poetic ending to something like this. It's, um, it's contradictory, the whole song is just him going between, oh, I love you, I hate you, I don't want to see you anymore, and then... Finally, the song the the song ends with him going, like stay the fuck away from me, you know, leave me alone. I don't want to see you again. You know, actually, the last line is, and the irony is, I don't want to see you again. You know, because it's ironic all this going on. You know, he, all these contradictory feelings he wanted to be with this boy, and now he's just can't let him go. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's very powerful it's... as well in that sense, because this yeah. is the turning point for him. You know. Yeah. It's, it's good, yeah, he's just, it personally, it's, for me anyway, it's really good to, it's good that you can play with it, no, not play, um, you can play it as not just part of the album, and it fits in really well, but also just on its own, and it still also really works, really well, it's just mm-hmm. really well made. Yeah, I want to make sure I'm stressing as well that, like, equally the story and instrumentals and everything in this album is just as perfect as everything. I'm just a sucker for the story, basically, and I'd love to share it because it's such a perfect story, especially for such a unique way of telling it. Like, I, I personally have never seen a way of storytelling like this before that's so creative and uses, especially visualizations. Like, I'm, I'm guessing you've seen the, the music videos for Boys Are Going and such, kid. Like, you can see the artistic, you know, like, the thing behind it, you know, the, the metaphors in it and stuff, you know, the, the clever camera work, so, yeah. yeah. Just love seeing it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's really cool. Just, like, I know yeah. I'm kind of saying the same points as you, but it's because I'm more just, list, I like it just the I'm liking it. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I'm liking it more for the listening value. I'm I'm taking it more on the face. And that's all right. Like that's that's I'm I'm guessing like I, I'm certain that that is most of the fan base. I'm totally kidding. You know what I mean? And that's okay. Like like if you want to dig deeper into the story, I think that's okay. And if you want to leave it alone, maybe you just want to enjoy it for the music. That's okay too. I think that's the whole idea. It's the duality. You can have what you want. If you want to dig deeper, if you want to learn more about ego, if you want to learn more about the thing, you can. You can search things up, you know, you can read closer into the lyrics, you can listen closer. But if you just want to enjoy for what it is, enjoy for what it is, you know what I mean? So ties yeah. ties that not very well. Yeah, no, and it's just it's lovely to not I keep saying the weirdest kind of words. For some reason it's yeah, just, my brain is defaulting. Like yeah. weird does not like it isn't weird. Oh, I'd also like to to quickly apologise that we don't get to like play any music or show any like audio examples, um, because that would bring a whole heap of legal trouble. Like, 
and I'm going to get permission for something like that, so we apologize for that, but <coughs> uh, talking yep. about it, yeah, yeah, talking about it is just as good, I think, and if you've already, give this a listen after, maybe some of these points you'll start to notice them, maybe you've already listened, maybe you've never listened, got you into the album, I hope so, because it's a perfect album, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's really good, um, and mm. you should and listen. Next, I think we have a Puppet, which is, um, I think I'll start off with the story here, it's, um, and this one's a, a an important one because it also takes on that mellow theme of like him just reminiscing on the good times, the times they could have had, you know. This is him finally coming to terms that this this boy manipulated his feelings, you know, puppet in the name. He took control of them, you know, he, he was the boy's puppet, you know, but he's starting to come to terms that the boy manipulated him like that, you know, he took advantage and he let him on. So, yeah, he's just starting to let him go. This is truly where he becomes like equal, you know what I mean? He truly starts to take on this persona to, to, you know what I mean, to forget about all this heartbreak and just move on. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it's good points you're bringing up, and yeah, it's quite literally he is a puppet. He's being used, he's being manipulated, and it's just, it's cool to listen and say it as if he was an inanimate object, rather than if he was like, oh. I'm, oh, this person is using me in this relationship. Oh, no, he's actually taking it. So it's like, oh, it's very, it's kind of subtle enough. And it's also just a good song at the same time, mm-hmm. which is very exactly. consistent. Like, that's exactly what we're trying to capture. That it's, it's whatever you want, whatever style of listening you want to do, you know. It's a perfect album, all in all. That's what makes it such a good album. And it deserved its, um, one thing I wanted to talk about there was uh, to touch on was um, his Grammy win and the, the oh, a bit yeah. of a controversy behind it with it being put into the rap category, even though he's left a lot of rap out of this album purposely to um to tell more of the story, you know, speak more mellowly, maybe more clever lyrics, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And they still put it into the rap section just because the colour of the skin, which is sad to see, but I think they've changed that now, which is good to see. And um, there's a clip out there Very. of him reacting to him, but... Uh, yeah no um yeah the fact that he got annoyed about that was completely justified and for him to do it on such a wide scale and for him to actually speak up at the event and go hey what's being done isn't right and i don't personally like it can we maybe have some, well, can we have some review of it at least, or if not just a review, I'm just going to put it out there and say, and just speak my mind about it, which firstly is a great way to just get things done, to or get things started to be done, to identify it and just to address it. And then secondly, yeah, it's good that that's not like most people think, about racism as oh it's me not letting someone in like it's me not letting me not letting a person of color into a place or me discriminating against a person of color because yeah um because of what i'm doing but it there can also be like micro micro issues of it and micro little senses and that is an example of one of them where it was primarily pop but then it got placed in the rap category, yeah. which is not the best to see, but 
Look, it still happens, and yeah, I think I we're seen working to change. where they like completely remove like the urban and such genres because you know they're just discrimination. You know, like you can't be just trying another race in there just because the color of their skin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and yeah, yeah. Let's put it basically. That's um, it's a very interesting end to the uh, to the cycle there of just being used and manipulated by this boy. Like, I'm just ignoring it because he was in love, you know, not seeing the signs. But um, next is truly the big rebuttal, you know what I mean? It's it's ego really coming out, you know, it's him taking on this this energetic, excited persona that just like, doesn't care, you know what I mean? Um, this try to help him cope with this heartbreak and then all the manipulation he's faced, basically. So, uh, yeah, anything to say about what's good there, okay? Um... Well, yeah, it's a good song, and it's got some good wordplay, good references, good name drops. Like, for example, like, straight at the start is, like, yeah, the Sam Bowie ass. And for anyone who doesn't know, Sam Bowie is an American basketball player, and he's kind of, yeah, he's describing them, he's just saying, I'm reading it off here, that um, Bowie's professional promise was undermined and repeated injuries to his legs and feet. So I think what he's referencing there is the fact that um, they can't really stand their own ground and they can't hold up and they can't withstand it, like the actual pressure and the accusations about um, how he's being used and manipulated. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's actually very interesting. I didn't know about that. Thanks for that. That's my answer. take on it, anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. Very, very interesting wordplay. wordplay. And um, yeah, one thing I wanted to chat about was the uh, like a reemergence of the energetic um, lyrics and instrumentals, like we've seen in uh, New Magic One, but this time to kind of an extreme. Like, you can tell he's at like, a breaking point or like. You can tell he's reached this new level, you know what I mean? Like, he just doesn't care anymore. And um, also, the collab- going back to features and collaborations here, um, one surprising one, which geez, surprised me and a few other people, was Slowtime, who's uh, an English-based mm. rapper, uh, featured on here. And you wouldn't know at all. Like, the man, uh, there's one bit where it's like, I see the light, and it's later on, it repeats, it repeats. But you'd never notice it, you know? You'd maybe think, ah, oh, that sounds a bit like Slowtime, but... I seen a post talking about all the collaborators and you see it actually is slow time and it's mad, you know, like he has all these joyous little things that make the album just as good. Like if it was just him, I'd be happier. You know what I mean? Like but to have all these unique artists that have these unique talents and voices and stories to tell, you know what I mean? It can really add another layer, you know what I mean? Like on top of the layer uh, on top of the the story, on top of the music, instrumentals, lyricism adding in those collabs who have important roles to play, it's just, you know, it's very important. And to get a surprise like that was very pleasant, you know, during me listen. Yeah. And now I've kind of, yeah, I've checked out what he means by Sam Bowie and I was kind of off. It was how he was describing that, how even though he did have a mental breakdown in 2015, he doesn't have anxiety and he kind of related it, his injuries, well, his kind of thing to Sam Bowie where Sam Bowie, while being a high draft, he was high promise for the NBA draft, then he went and he was uh, claimed as the biggest draft to bust 
So then, what they did, what he did, was he lied to the extent of his injuries. For example, he was being tested for his nerves, and he got hit in the left tibia, which is a bone in your leg, and he said he didn't feel anything when it hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. And so that's yeah. kind of that's kind of reflecting on them, him using ego as a persona to hide the pain and the heartbreak. Yeah. That's actually, that's very clever, actually. Like, even cleverer than before, but, um, yeah, that's very interesting. I didn't know that. I'll have to definitely look very deeper into these lyrics. Like, the stories it tells, and you wouldn't even know. Like, that's one line in the intro. Yeah. The, song, mm, the, the only bit, yeah, the reason... The reason I kind of po- uh, spotted out and I said, oh, because you never, you know, you never really have to take... Like there's always kind of something behind a name drop, and I I thought originally that said Zamboni, like the um the things you ride around when you're preparing an ice hockey rink. But now that I've looked at the actual meaning, it makes a lot more sense, mm-hmm. and I feel a bit stupid for thinking that. Yeah, and I I won't, I feel a bit stupid for just thinking name drops is a nice reference. Like maybe in some of his old albums, like Goblin Bastard, Wolf even. Uh, you'd see stuff like that, you know, you'd see name drops and stuff as just references to the rappers and just, like, representing them. But then he uses them cleverly to, not even rappers, like, stars everywhere, not even stars, people. And he uses them to tell a story that, like, maybe you didn't want to say, you know, a nuanced approach to it, and it's it's very clever. Now, the next song in the album is, is me and Caden's favourite, I believe, Gone Gone, Thank You. It's, yeah, it's a class song, to say the least. Um, I think I'll touch on a bit of the story first and then we'll jump into instrumentals and such because it's a lot to unfold it because it's a six-minute song. It's the longest song in the album. So basically... And um, it's a double track just for people who haven't really listened to um, Tyler's albums. Tyler usually does uh, one song where it's actually two songs put together because they have a similar meaning or a similar kind of style, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like um, in Flower Boy, it was nine one one, Mister Lonely, and um, what was it? Oh, Mister Lonely was the second one, wasn't it? It was nine one one and Mister Lonely. Yeah, yeah, nine one one slash Mister Lonely. Yeah. But this one is nine one one, Mister Lonely was being very cleverly done. But you see the evolution yeah. of this, especially in Eagle, because Gone, Gone, and Thank You. Okay, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here. I'll have to uh, <laughs> have to think about this one. So Gone, Gone, basically, this this first song is about. Tyler reflecting, you know, his love is gone. He's gone. He he let it go, you know. Um, he loved it, but it's gone. And now, thank you. That's the, first of all, gone, gone. Very important, very heartfelt. And then, thank you is a more upbeat track, you know. Gone, gone is more mellow, more melancholy. But then you go into thank you, and it's more upbeat, you know. He's he's thanking his love, you know, for even being there for him, but for letting him have the time, you know, letting him try new things out, you know, experiment. And he's just thanking him for that, you know what I mean? So it's it's a very pleasant song. It's just very happy to see, you know, he's coming to terms with everything. He's thanking his love, you know, this is reflection, really, you know what I mean? And it's it's beautiful to see. And then uh, some of the some of the uh, tr- the actual samples in this were very open as well. Like he used purpose samples that were like um, like used in songs that had similar meanings and such. So yeah, it's just oh, it's just a great track, basically. Yeah, it's it's really 
it's really pleasant on the ears, in my opinion. It's it's not like as harsh. It's very flowy and it works really well. And if you haven't listened to Igor, if there is, well, firstly you should listen to it. But if you only have time or the attention to listen to one song, listen to Gone Gone Thank You because it is easily the kind of the main it's, piece. It just, it's one of the best oh. reflections of a breakup or getting over something I've ever seen, you know what I mean? It's more focused on a breakup, of course, but it's just done so cleverly. Cleverly, Jesus. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, you just see it. It's like, it's like for example, I talked about Joker in one of our movie episodes. It's like the perfect representation of mental health, you know what I mean? It's not bias, it's not hating them, it's not loving them. It's just showing the truth, you know what I mean? And it's showing them in the most purest form, which is the best form for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool to listen to. It's really nice. Uh, As I said, it flows well. And it also just has a nice, sincere meaning to it. So you can't really uh, go wrong with it. Mm-hmm, definitely, and uh, featuring CeeLo Green was very important because, as I said earlier, using um, artists for their particular voice or something like that. CeeLo Green has always had this very like melodic kind of uh, high pitched kind of voice, and it's it's used perfectly in there. You know, it's used for this gone gone, my love's gone. You know, it's kind of just yeah. screaming about it. You know, just letting it go. Really, just especially carrying on to that floaty feel, as you said. Because he has such a kind of heavenly voice, like you know what I mean. I originally yeah, thought that was Tyler, and that's a, that was another nice surprise. So, yeah, yeah, it's as yeah, it really it just that song in particular makes you feel really good. It just mm-hmm. yeah, it just makes you feel like it's different. You just feel like you're in a different kind of place, Definitely. or just in a yeah, just in a different area or like something it just doesn't make you feel like you're where you are but not in a bad way in a very good way mm-hmm, like it's definitely. yeah it's really good and this, it's really enjoyable this starts the, the the beginning of like a kind of reflection segment like wrapping up the album this is the the third last song of the album it's just this whole last part of the album is just a joy like like i bought the uh i ordered the vinyl version and turning over the album and knowing that second half is coming is just a joy, you know, because it's this it's this big build-up at the start, you know, to see how this love goes, this young love, he's young and naive, he doesn't know about all this, you know, and then he gets hit hard, you know, with a heartbreak, he tries to cope with it, he gets to terms with it, you know, he accepts it and gone, gone, thank you, and then he starts going into like, hey, I don't love you anymore, we still friends, you know what I mean, his mellow tracks just accepting, you know, a bit of upbeat at the end. It's just beautiful, really. And then, I don't love you anymore, next. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, a really good, a lovely, yeah, a lovely, a lovely song. Yeah, definitely, it's, yeah. It's like, yeah. it's not only for story, like, it's it's not that story-based because it's just a small part where he's, he admits he doesn't love him anymore. He's over him. Um, but it also does it not be, like, kind of fun way, just, like, saying, I don't love you anymore, confident. He knows he doesn't love him anymore. Yeah, that ego persona has helped him become confident with himself and his decisions and his his choice making basically, you know what I mean? So yeah, this track's just a beautiful track. It's it's an enjoyable way, one of the enjoyable ways to wrap up the album. Yeah. It's yeah, it's lovely. Just I, I know I'm saying it 
a lot, but it is. It's just lovely to listen to. It is. It's, it's just really a good. Glorious album, and it's not. It's nothing to do with pride. It's nothing to do with his own bias on anything. It's a true love story in its purest form, and that is literally the best part about it. And the use of like, kind of like. Tyler has a unique way of like mixing wordplay with kind of some some poetic techniques and such to like make this perfect story, but also it's not perfect. He's not like he's not making it perfect. Like it's not like say he went on Instagram and he's seen like somebody having a great life in the sun or something like that. He's not doing that. He's not making it look perfect. He's he's showing all the imperfections. He's showing all the 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 bitter sad moments. He's showing all the great moments. He's showing all the moments of reflection, the moments of mellowness. And that's the most fantastic part about it. It's like you can't really put it into words how great the album is. You know, there's no word for it. Wonderful. Yeah. Probably the closest. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's or just beautiful is a good one. Beautiful like, as well. It, yeah, just beautiful. Like, oh, man. What an album. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, amazing. Yeah, and to, to wrap this up, uh, we've got Are We Still Friends, the 12th track in the album, and I, I'll need a moment here, okay, to talk about this one, because Jesus, what a, what a track. Yeah. Um, firstly, one of the most important bits of this track is that um, the story behind it, he's asking, he's come to terms with all of this, all of this grief, all of the heartbreak, all of the love he had, and he just wants his friend back, you know, this guy was originally a friend, he just wants his friend back, you know, he just wants to uh, have those happy times again, he doesn't want this to come in the way. Um, which is which is common, you know. You see this before, where somebody would ask somebody out or go out with somebody, and they wouldn't be friends after. You know, they'd lose that friendship, they'd lose all that time because the stupid mistake or some young love gone wrong. You know what I mean? So it's just a sad, bitter ending. And I'll explain a bit at the end of the song. But um, yeah, and one of the most important things I find is Al Green, his sample of Dreams from Bell, which was uh, one of his albums. Um, it's a beautiful song. I I listen to it often. Al Green's just a beautiful artist, but um, it's a beautiful song, and it's just this, this nice mellow track where it just takes you on a journey, you know. And it's just the actual theme of the song fits so well. It's about dreams, you know, dreaming, and it all feels like a dream to Tyler at this point. You know what I mean? It feels like this never happened. Or this what did happen, and it was all a dream. It was all pleasant. It was all a journey, basically. You know what I mean? And that's the most perfect way I feel to wrap it up and then at the end as well you hear um, he never gets an answer you know what I mean like he never figures out if his friend wants him back you know if he ever gets his friend back so it's just what an ending basically yeah it's just look nice it's just basically yeah like man walk away with it with tears if you listen to it uh, start to finish you know what I mean if it's your yeah, first listen, definitely, and you knew all the story, like, Jesus. Yeah, it's it's really good. I easily, yeah, it's probably one of my favourite albums mm-hmm. to listen to. It's, like, especially if I'm ever going to go and listen to an album in full, it would probably be Igor, because mm-hmm. it deserves to be that full listen to because, yeah, what do you call it? 
this this has been fantastic talking about basically it's been great talking about this but um before we head off game before we head off to the L Laba now I'd like to I'd like to talk a bit about the actual process behind this because clearly there's a lot of connection and you you see like uh, with his collaborators even he's friends with them he didn't bring in some some like top of the charts artists to come do the do the work for him and then send them off like I seen one story where he went off um I can't remember who it was exactly. It might have been Playboy Cardi or such. They went off to this, um, I think it's this Lake House recording studio, and they spent the weekend there, you know? They recorded some lines, they had a bit of fun, but they mostly had fun, you know? They're just friends at the end of the day. And it was kind of, they did work in the spare time, you know what I mean? So it's just great to see that connection, especially with someone so, like, focused on it. Instead of just focused on the work and getting a good album out, he's focused on having that connection. Yeah, and that's that's the heart and soul of it music is just heart and soul and yeah it's cool Mm -hmm. it's definitely yeah really good and i'm glad that it's been not me yeah i'm glad that it's made because it's an amazing album and i feel like no one as big as tyler would have done it justice like the same justice as him because you see um you see a lot of love albums see a lot of love songs nowadays and it's not necessarily a bad thing each body everybody has a unique love experience but a lot of them can end up like either tarnished buried because it just doesn't do anything new it lacks substance it lacks story Tyler's them it's a true story of heartbreak it's not somebody going oh he left me in the rain I had a sad day or it's actually like true like pain you know what I mean like you see it all and it's true happiness you see this young love blossoming and withering you know what I mean and then rising again from the ashes, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's just this perfect kind of cycle. And um, it's the best I've ever seen captured, basically. Like, it, it's no, what do you call it? You know what I mean? Like, you don't see it in the modern, like, charts. It was, but, like, yeah. It's the most uni- it's the most unique and best representation of a love story I've seen in modern times. In the music field, at least. Yeah, and... Yeah, definitely is. There is a lot of shallow kind of like six out of ten love songs mm-hmm. where it's just. Oh, eh. If I make a song about love, I'll go top of the charts. Have a have a champagne, and then I'll make another one. You know what I mean? There's a lot of joy stuff like that where they don't care, like they don't understand the real love. You know? Yeah, and I'm glad. What's it called? Yeah, I'm glad. What's it, I'm glad they have. They've recognized, well, Tyler's recognized, okay, I want to actually do something different. Exactly. And it's not just like a lot of people could go, oh, nah, he, he didn't do anything different. It's just because he was talking about a boy. That's why it's different. It's it's not that. It's that maybe it was him in love with a boy. Maybe it was his personal experience. Maybe it was the whole journey of change, trying something new. Maybe it was something he'd done before, you know. It's just his story of love. It's such a passionate and beautiful way of telling it, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it, it's a really good artist. Well, no, mm-hmm. well, no, what am I saying? It's a really good album. Really good artist. Yeah, yeah, it's an amazing album, and it's just mm-hmm. cool to watch. Yeah. And it, no, what? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, I'm chanting my artist tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's really good to talk about. Yeah, it's really good to talk about. It's really good to listen to and if you haven't listened to it please listen to it and if you have listened to it maybe give it a listen again give it a listen again you know 
Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's a really good video. No, it's a really good album, and you should. Uh, yeah, it's a really good album, and yeah. it's yeah, it's really good. Um, we wrap this up. I just want to uh, what call it say. Sorry if uh, I talked a bit much about the story or something like that. You know what I mean? No, it's okay, man. Uh, I had no yeah, fucking you know, clue about the story. Don't overshadow anything. But yeah, yeah no. it's just a great story, I, and I feel it's an important part. If we just talked about instrumentals or something, it'd be a ten-minute episode. You know yeah, I mean? so, yeah, yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you put in the story. I'm glad, like, because it's not just like. I mean, yeah, it would have been a bit balanced, more balanced if one time. It's yeah. just yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm that... glad we touch on what? everything. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm glad, I'm glad we went like track by track. Definitely, and um. Yeah, I hope we can do more of these in the future because this was definitely a, a more time to to research new album stuff. You know, we can talk about more albums in the future, more movies even. Yeah, and yeah, and movies that'd be very cool as well. One year spotlight, yeah. Mm. You know, the stuff that out there that just gets one year spotlight, and if we could shine a light on it, maybe I know we're not that big of an audience, but still to shine a light there for ourselves and maybe some people around us to you know enjoy media more. That's that's the whole idea behind this. If you enjoyed this, then maybe leave a bit of feedback on the Instagram, you know what I mean? We're currently setting up a review page, and we don't know how that's going to go, so we'll update you next episode or whatever. But, uh, yeah, thanks very much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you as well. So, yeah, have a good one ever, and see ya.